Hello there, and welcome to 633. My name is Sharon McComb, and I'm a certified life coach. Together with my co-host, faith coach Kimberly Bellrose, we share the goal to spur the believer in you to wake up and believe for more, because there's always more. This is Coaching Works, and in these episodes, listeners gain an awareness of this profession and how it can help anyone with anything. You will experience coaching firsthand when it naturally happens between us, as iron sharpens iron. By sharing our experiences, revelations, breakthroughs, and training, you will encounter why we both testify in everyday life, coaching works. Join us every week on Wednesdays with Kim as she for Wake Up Wednesdays as she shares her 30 years of experience, visions, wind words, and testimonies of how the Lord has both carried and led her through her life. With her coaching style that provokes and encourages your believer to invite God to investigate your life, you can begin to believe for more. On Fridays, it's Checkmate Friday, where Sharon discusses the many ways we get stuck in life, like we're in Checkmate. She gives insights, tips, and tools from her training and experience to help you affect change in your life. She has 25 years of being taught by Holy Spirit to trust, believe, and submit. So today on Coaching Works, we're going to um, have a little discussion. What we're looking at is the question of how godly women can be in the world, but not of it. And we're going to talk about the ABCs of kingdom living for godly women. So welcome, Kim, and welcome, listeners. So I am of a strong opinion that as a Christian woman, um, along with other Christian women, we should stand out from the crowd. We should act differently. We should, people should be able to pick us out because we don't act like everybody else. We don't behave like everybody else. Um, what do you think about that, Kim? I agree. And I have definitely experienced that, especially in women's ministry and talking about marriages and parenting and financing. Um, you know, I, I'm swimming in the opposite direction to most of the other fish in my life. Yeah, me too. And, and it's, it's difficult sometimes, because you kind of feel like you're the only one heading in that direction sometimes, especially out in the world when you're at work or in social groups, or to be honest, even with family members sometimes. Um, Because we're supposed to keep our minds and our, our focus on the kingdom of God. And live the way he wants us to live which in today's society really runs contrary to what most people think and and what most people behave like so today we're going to talk about uh three different things we call them the ab abc's of christian living kingdom living for for godly women and so the first one is a for attitude as a godly woman Living in today's world, 
how should our attitudes differ from um, everybody else's around us in the world? Kim? Well, really, the I looked up in the dictionary, and if any of you read my win words or you know what it means, uh, know me, I look up a lot of words in the dictionary. And the definition of attitude is... Um, Indicating your opinion of mind, your settled mode of thinking. Well, from my experience with uh, living in the kingdom, God's pretty clear to me that I'm not really entitled to my opinion or my attitude. It absolutely needs to line up with the word of God, which, like you said, very rarely lines up with the world. Exactly. So the way, so the way that I, um, the way that I treat my husband or think about my husband or my children, or my money, or my time, or what I choose to do in my spare time, are are very different than what is taught in the world and what is expected of the world sometimes. And uh, so, yeah, it's uh, a very different attitude. We're to have the attitude of Christ. Right, right. And, we're, and I mean, that, that alone uh, makes us stand out. Because um, most Christian women who have even looked at a Bible even briefly um, realize that to, by today's standards, um, how God describes how Christians in general, but Christian women, um, are supposed to think and behave and feel and, 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 and live their lives seems very outdated, right? It seems out of fashion in today's modern society. And yet God, we know that God never changes. You know, the Bible doesn't say act this way until another time when people become more modern, right? So, He's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And he expects us to behave the way he said that we're supposed to behave. Um, we're supposed to think the way he says we're supposed to think. And he's pretty clear all throughout scripture. And um, coaching helps us to kind of get our eyes on what it is the scripture is saying. And helps us line up our thinking with that. And, and when I coach women in life coaching... Um, a lot of it is really seeing how what God says in the Bible um, about what we're supposed to think or what our attitudes should be. What does that really look like in, in everyday practical living? You know, how do I put that into practice? Is, is We talk about a lot in coaching. And um, because it's not something that is always really easy to do because... We face a lot of op opposition, and um, but we're each going to have to stand before God and account for our own behavior. What's what's your thoughts? When you said you know we encounter a lot of opposition, um, you know my first opposition, my most the strongest opposition is myself. Oh yes, because you know. For, for example, 
you know, it says in first Peter with being a wife that you're, you know, this is a taboo word in today's world that we're, you know, the new King James says that we're supposed to be submissive to our husbands. Uh, the message Bible says, be good wives to your husband, responsive to their needs, not my needs. His needs. <laughs> That's right. And not if we, not if he's doing, you know, the same, it doesn't say. Yeah. And it does, and it doesn't say that if my husband's treating me properly and being nice to me, then I'd be nice to him. It, it says, you know, even if your husband is an unbeliever, even if he's basically not doing what he should be doing, you still are required to do this. So, you know, I don't know about you, but my flesh is kind of a brat. And, and mine's it, pretty strong sometimes. It wants to, to rise up. And you know how many times I have literally said to God, you are, are you crazy? Do you <laughs> know what you're doing? Yep. And, and, and it's the same way with uh, our children, mm-hmm. uh, you know, r- raising our children in kingdom mentality and kingdom values versus the world is very different you know i know many women personally who oh my gosh you're not supposed to cry on a podcast god (laughs) it's okay kim share your thoughts god designed family him first, then the husband as provider, protector, and then the wife, the mother. I forgot. The husband is also the father. Mm-hmm. Then there's the mother, the helper, the, the doer. You know, Proverbs 31 says that she gets up before dawn. And she makes sure that everything's good for her family. She's looking after the money for her family. She knows she's putting away for saving for winter. She's preparing. She's, you know, she's still, you know, she's still tidying up and the sun's gone down. And then the children. But the way of the world has twisted those things in such a way that the attitude of a lot of women is me first meet my needs and then the attitude of the mother is often these are my children you know that that husband and that father role comes below the children and and it it breaks god's heart and it breaks marriages because it's not godly it's not kingdom mentality and you know our attitudes as women of god in family in homes in marriage in money you know god's word says that you're supposed to tithe first you know you don't have oh gee you don't have enough to pay your wills i remember this one time It's like I was standing outside having a smoke because at the time I smoked and it was snowing and I took my Bible with me and I was crying and crying out to God to provide money for a bill. And he said, why do you think 
that you'll tithe when everything's all right. When you need to tithe, so everything will be all right. Those are powerful mm -hmm. Those words. Those are powerful, but corrective that, words. But that is the way of the kingdom. It's always, in my opinion, upside down to the way of the world. Right. So if we are going to be godly women who have kingdom mentality, um, it seems like what we have to do is make the hard choices. But when we line ourselves up with with what God's will is, um, it's all—it's not always that hard, you know. It's just our biggest enemy is what you said, yourself, right? The yeah. biggest hurdle is getting by what I want, you know. What about me, you know? Um, and and just to to kind of piggyback on what you said about our attitudes toward. Our roles, exactly, right? um, is it's it's very different if you're a good godly woman following God's rules, than if you're a woman in the world, um, because the world's kind of gone haywire, you know, really from a Christian perspective, about what a woman's role is. Now I'm not saying you know that we need to. You know, go backwards and, and not have any rights or not. I don't want anybody to think that I'm advocating a return to like 15th century women, right? But um, because God sees us as valuable. He created us to be an equal helpmate to our husband, right? So it takes both a man and a woman. So our attitude towards marriage needs to be it's God-ordained, first of all. Um, if you bother to get married, then you need to be committed to being married. And our role in that marriage is is that Proverbs 31. It's to, it's to hold everybody up, to nurture, to provide in our own ways. But towards our husbands, I mean, and this is something that I have, I have struggled in my past with, right? Um, we need, it says that she makes her husband look good. She always speaks well of him. And I, I think that that's something that's missing uh, in, in, the, in the worldly view of what a woman does. There's no uh, respect towards the husband unless you get respect back. And we've already talked about that. It's not about whether he's doing the right thing. It, we answer to God as, women, as godly women. And in the kingdom... Um, it's our job not just to always speak well of our husbands, but our parents too. I mean, the commandment says, honor your father and your mother. And I remember one time God made me look up, um, you know, honor in the dictionary. And, um, and it was kind of enlightening because, I mean, everybody complains I'm, I mean, I'm, not, I'm sure I'm not the only one that ever complained um, about the way other people behaved around me, including my parents or my husband. Um, but when you honor somebody, you only speak the best things about them and you keep the other things quiet because they don't need to be out there. And that's an attitude. That's an attitude of a godly woman, whether it's towards her spouse or her parents or her neighbors or her employers 
or people in her church. You know, an attitude of a godly woman is you only say the best things out loud. And, um, and that makes you stand out. Mm -hmm. So I think one of the things I think we're doing in this, in this episode, which I don't think is a bad thing, but our listeners can probably already hear that the attitudes for the ABCs are going to cross over with the B and the C. Yes. And so I just want to point out, first of all, and foremost, our attitude is to be a kingdom mentality. We are daughters of the king. Right. And we are adopted. We are chosen by him. And we are honored. And that's what made me think of it, is when you talked about what honor is, that's what I believe we need to have on the inside of us. Yes, there's all these attitudes of thinking in our roles, but our first role is a daughter of the king. And yes. we've been chosen. We've been adopted. We are valued. We are loved beyond measure. We are honored. And... Um, so, you know, we just, that, that, um, that value and it's his love that sets us free to be us, you yeah. know, when we, you know, there, there's a scripture, I think, I believe it's in first John. I, I didn't look it up before the episode, but it says perfect love casts out fear. Yeah. So if we have any fear about who we are, what our roles are, what we look like, what we have in our bank account, what we where we live, what our clothes are, what we're driving, you know, if we have any of this concept of fear that we don't measure up to the world's standard, then we have to go back to the kingdom mentality, because we are perfectly loved. We, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I look like. It doesn't matter what I weigh. It doesn't matter what, where I work. It doesn't matter what clothes I have to hang on this body. It doesn't matter what jewelry. It doesn't matter what car I drive or what my yard looks like. I still am loved because I'm chosen and I'm adopted. Right. And when you know that kingdom love as a daughter of God, it begins to free you from all of those other things. And it creates a new attitude. I just wrote a wind word about, you know, the worm to the, to the cocoon and mm -hmm. the butterfly, you know, and that's what his love does. When we understand that we no longer have to crawl across the ground in this world as a worm, as a caterpillar, but that we can go up higher and get wrapped up in his cocoon of love and be transformed. That's the word. To finally love ourselves. That's right. That's the attitude. I am... You know, imagine if 
for those of you who are uh, mothers or grandmothers or great grandmothers, or maybe you just got a new puppy. I don't know. But when you hold that new life that belongs to you and that love overwhelms you, multiply that by a zillion. And that's what our father who lives in the kingdom of God feels about us. When you know that, your attitude's different. And you, you walk around carrying that attitude, right? That will set you apart. Can you imagine yeah. what this world would be like if every daughter of God walked around with that self confidence and assurance and uh, pride that she is a daughter of the king, knowing that she's righteous, knowing that she's forgiven, knowing that, you know, she is covered by God, you know, what, what would this world be like? What, what kind of change could women make in this world if they Absolutely. just um, got the attitude towards themselves that God wants us to have, that the Bible says we should have. I mean, we are his masterpiece, created yeah. by his own hands. Amen, right? I love that word. So, I mean, we're not Don't just talking. Art. Yeah. Don't be an art critic. <laughs> That's right. Don't criticize his artwork. <clears throat> if, if we could just uh, grasp who it is he created us to be, as women of God. Um, it would change our lives. It would change the lives of those around us. Right? We would be world changers. And so it's not just our attitude towards other people. It's not our attitude just towards our money. Or towards our communities. It, it's really an attitude towards ourselves. That really affects um, that, you know, it shows that we're in the world, but we're certainly not of it. We're living in the kingdom. That's right. Right. Um, so I think we've talked a lot about our attitude and how it should line up with, with scripture. And I just want to be really honest with our listeners. Um, if you can adopt these attitudes, if you can start to line your mind up with what God says about you and about how we're supposed to think and feel and what what our settled mode of thinking is, go, to go back to your definition from the Bible, um, then, I mean, it's not a bad thing. It's not that we're forced to be like that. I mean, a lot of people see all these things as rules that we have to follow if we're going to be Christians, but they're not. It's like gifts that we get yes. to have, right? Yes. So would you like to have uh, the final say? And then we're going to close up for the day. Well, I just wanted to bring it back just for a moment to Coaching Works. Mm -hmm. Good because, idea. <laughs> because when clients come, uh, whether it be for life coaching, faith coaching, or whatever it is, when clients come, they usually come with a problem. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. And they come with a problem. Maybe, you know, they're not happy with their marriage. Maybe they're struggling with their health. Maybe, you know, they're, they're fighting about parenting. Um, you know, they usually come with a problem. There's something in their life that they want to make better and set new goals. And that's why they have contacted a coach. Right. They're looking for so, change. Right. And when we talk about these attitudes and you are a Christian life coach and I am a faith coach. And so this is what we dig out. This is what we do with our tools and our, and with the help of the Holy spirit is, you know what, if you come to me with a marriage problem or you come to me with a parenting problem, or you come to me with uh, I'm not enough, prayer time problem it doesn't matter what it is we're going to dig down to your attitude and compare it to kingdom attitude right and that's where we begin to align your goals and see fruit appear in your life that's right so if you have a question about attitude if you are worried about your attitude If there's an area of your life that you feel that you could just use a little bit of help to get clarity on or guidance or that you just want to discover a little bit more about you, reach out to us. Our emails are on our show notes. Um, My website, you can always find me there at www.wildflowerwomen.ca. Or Kimberly's website is www.633.com hyphen wakeup.com next Monday on our coaching works episode we're going to talk about the bees of being a godly woman living in this world but not being of it so bless you for joining us today and for your part in this by sharing your part sorry I'm really sorry (laughs) bless you for your part in this by sharing our podcast with other people or leaving an encouraging comment with us. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.